Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. It gives you unlimited daily cash back that can earn 4.15% annual percentage yield when you open a savings account. A high-yield, low-effort way to grow your money with no fees. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone to start earning and growing your daily cash with savings today. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings is available to Apple Card owners. Subject to eligibility. Savings accounts by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That shit crazy. On a Friday! It's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud as well as YouTube. So like, share, and subscribe to that. What a beautiful Friday it is. It's a rainy Friday, but we don't care. Lots to get to. NFL Week Six is upon us. I'm still celebrating the Lakers championship. I don't care. I'm gonna be celebrating this all year. Lots of NBA news to get to. The Clippers have a new coach. They have a lead assistant. AD possibly has made his decision daryl morey has left the building and the greatest segment on the planet dummy of the week so let's just jump right into it what an interesting week it's been especially in new york city guys i want to tell you a story i grew up a new york jets fan my mom used to dress me up in jets gear she used to also dress me up in cowboys gear she loved the dallas cowboys So growing up, you know, I had my friends, we all had our Jets circle, we were so proud to be Jets fans, and my best friend's dad would tell us stories about him growing up in Queens and all that stuff, it was great, and 2007 came, 2008 came, 2009 came, they were the highlights of our Jet fandom, and lo and behold, things start to unfold and unwind, and 2014, I said, I've had enough. I've seen enough dysfunction. I've seen enough pain. I didn't want to be a Jets fan anymore. So what I did was, I just rooted for the team that I've always been rooting for in the background, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm bringing this up because Le'Veon Bell was just released by the New York Jets. Le'Veon Bell signed a four-year, $52 million deal. His first year didn't go so well. The offensive line was terrible. He was a little banged up. His production dipped. He was one of the most productive running backs, you know, at this point of his career in NFL history. Dual threat, can run it, has great vision, just a great, great football player. And here comes Adam Gase. Adam Gase comes and decides that, He doesn't want Le'Veon Bell. Everybody kind of knew that Adam Gase was not a Le'Veon Bell fan. And you kind of saw it in the the game plan, right? The vanilla run packages that he would give Le'Veon. No passing opportunities out of the backfield. This is Le'Veon Bell we're talking about here. 
Now, Le'Veon has never been a terrible teammate, but he's always been somebody who's been very opinionated about certain things. So, we're coming into this year. Le'Veon Bell expects to have a big year. Everybody's healthy. They got Makai Becton as a new offensive tackle. Things are looking up, right? There's no offensive weapons on the outsides in regards to wide receivers. So you expect Le'Veon Bell to get a nice dosage of the offense, to get a nice target share in this offense. He gets hurt. Granted, he's coming back now. Adam Gase still doesn't have a game plan for Le'Veon Bell. This is your $52 million man now. So Le'Veon Bell decides to take to Twitter or social media, whatever account it was, and said that he's not happy. Adam Gase decides to say, oh, well, I don't really like that our players are going to social media to voice their displeasure. I wish they would speak to me. Le'Veon Bell is done with talking to you. You know why? Because you're one of those head coaches that talk shit about their players behind their back and get them out of here. Adam Gase reminds me of Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly came into the Eagles and took out everybody. Deshaun Jackson, he traded Shady McCoy. He traded all of these guys that didn't fit his quote-unquote system. But let's, let's kind of go into this a little bit, right? What is Adam Gase's system? What system does he run? What players actually look good in an Adam Gase system? Lo and behold, when I saw that, that tweet or whatever it was from Le'Veon Bell, I text my friends and I said, Le'Veon is out of here. They're going to get rid of him. Lo and behold, they try to trade him. They said they've been trying to trade him since last year. Nobody's going to bite because obviously they gave him $52 million, $26, 27000000 million, that guaranteed money. A lot of teams were like, no, we're not going to pay that price tag for Le'Veon Bell, especially we don't know exactly what it is because in the last year and a half, You've devalued this running back to the point where he doesn't even look good anymore. They released this guy. Upon that release, I've had several of my Jet friends tell me they're done. They cannot root for this team any longer. And to be honest with you, can you actually blame them? You see, I had this experience back in 2014 where I couldn't do it anymore. I literally couldn't do it anymore. I, I couldn't see me rooting for a team that made me so angry that I would want to break my TV every Sunday. I'd want to rip up a newspaper if I saw an article about them. I'd want to break my phone when I saw some disparaging news. So I'm coming from a, a place where I understand, Jets fans. How much more can you take? You've already heard rumors swirling that if the Jets get the number one pick or a top pick, that they're going to trade Sam Darnold and draft Trevor Lawrence or Josh Fields or somebody. At some point, when does it become too much for you to take? You have Woody Johnson as playing a fake politician. You have his idiot brother running the franchise, and he clearly doesn't know what he's doing. You then hire a head coach that you call an offensive genius, but we have no evidence of this guy being an offensive genius. What we do have evidence of is this coach being an offensive idiot. All of these particular things, Jets history, you can go back into history, signing Tim Tebow, 
getting rid of Herm Edwards, getting rid of Eric Mangini, getting rid of every offensive coordinator that Mark Sanchez had, having Mark Sanchez have a new wide receiver core every season that he played with the Jets. It's dysfunction after dysfunction after dysfunction. Hiring John Isdick as your GM. <laughs> that was when I got out of, out of there. I couldn't take it no more. How many times, Jets fans, are you going to continue to go through this to say this regime is going to be different? It ain't going to be different. You know why? Woody Johnson still owns the team. And newsflash, if you draft Trevor Lawrence, he's going to end up being just like Sam Darnold. You know why? Because he doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have an offensive line. His head coach is still Adam Gase. And Woody Johnson still owns the team. It's not going to change. It'll never change. The Jets are one of the few teams in sports history to have this long of a drought to get to a championship. We're not talking about win it. That's a completely different situation. But at least get to a final game. Get to a championship game. We're not talking about AFC championships. We're talking about a Super Bowl. Jets fans have never seen their team participate in the Super Bowl. On Super Bowl weekend. You've never had it. And why is that? Dysfunction. You're never going to succeed in dysfunction. No matter what talent you have, if you have terrible ownership, you're always going to have dysfunction. I had my boy Brandon tell me the other day, yo, you know, we got to go get Eric Bieniemy as head coach. And I'm saying, no. Why would you want Eric Bieniemy to be the head coach of the New York Jets? Because one, he's not going to get a chance to actually build this team. No, no, no. He doesn't get the Adam Gase situation. He'll take over this team. He's going to have no talent, no time to actually get his system in place, and they're going to fire him. Yet we've been waiting for Adam Gase to get fired for how long now? What has he shown you? When has he ever shown you that he's actually a competent head coach? He came out recently and said that he's willing to give up play calling duties. You should have gave up play calling duties a long time ago because you suck at play calling duties. But is it going to happen? No, because there's no pressure on Adam Gates to get fired. Why? Because Joe Douglas is his friend. He's in his pocket. Because I can't see how a quote-unquote competent guy like Joe Douglas can look at Adam Gase and say, yeah, that's my head coach. He's destroyed Le'Veon Bell. He couldn't get along with Jamal Adams. He's taken away Manish Mehta's credentials as a media guy. It's fine. Doesn't matter. We're just going to keep riding this wave because Adam Gase is the right man for the job. Jets fans, you have to start to realize something. Adam Gase ain't going nowhere. Woody Johnson ain't going nowhere. So you have to make a decision. Is taking abuse year after year after year healthy? Is it going to make you live longer being a Jets fan? You have to ask yourself that question. Because I 
clearly couldn't do it anymore. And I feel great. I added 30 years to my life getting rid of the Jets. And it's okay if you guys decide to say, I've had enough of getting beat up. I've had enough of of being sad. I've had enough of being angry. I'm out. It's okay. It's okay. I am here to support you guys. Because looking from the outside, it's a shit show. I'm sure being a fan is even worse. When you let the Bills come and be better than you, you know things are bad. (laughs) When the Dolphins that Adam Gase used to coach are starting to make headway and starting to turn their franchise around, you know you're in bad shape. Jets fans, please listen. Leave. It's okay to be happy within yourself and leave. Peace of mind is always better than being kicked in the nuts by the person or team that you love. Sometimes it's okay to walk away. Coming up after the break, my NFL picks on a Friday. It's all even. I am so stressed because I hate my job. Let me guess. You're at a dead-end job and find it hard not to press the snooze button? Well, come down to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. We have campuses in Westbury, New York, Boston, Connecticut, New Jersey, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Develop your skills in broadcast media that include audio production, television, radio, and sports broadcasting. Learn from industry professionals in a small, intimate class setting for a better experience. The hands-on training is second to none. And if you're worried about what to do after graduation, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting helps you to get job placement. Take it from me. It took me seven years to get here, and it's been the best time of my life. Go to GoCSB.com or dial 1-800-887-2346 for a studio tour. And who knows, maybe you'll be the next media superstar. Welcome back, y'all. So let's just get into it. My NFL picks for week six. First game we have on the list is going to be the Texans and Titans. Titans are coming off a short week after that beatdown that they gave the Bills on Tuesday night. Texans are coming off a big win, but I had the Titans winning this game. I had them winning big. Titans 35, Texans 27. Derrick Henry is unstoppable. They're not going to be able to contain him. The defense looks impressive in regards to the Titans. Jonu Smith, he continues to impress. I like him as well. The Titans just have it all together. They have great coaching. Everything is working. Tannehill has been impressive. He's a game manager. He's not making much mistakes. For the Texans, the Texans don't have anything. They have Deshaun Watson. That's it. They have a lot of issues. I like the fact that Romeo Cornell got his first win. And who knows? Maybe he can be that transitional coach that this team needs until they can be able to find a suitable you know, head coach that's going to be there for the long haul. Romeo Cornell is, is the oldest coach in the NFL. So I, I don't see that he's going to be able to be the head coach for two or three years for this team. I don't see that it could happen, but I don't see that. Next game we have is going to be the Bengals at Colts. Bengals are 1-3-1. and one, Colts are 3-2. and two. Colts have one of the best defenses in all the football. They get after the football. They're fast. They have great cornerback play. They get after the quarterback. 
and Phillip Rivers is doing just enough. He's not playing terrible. He's not playing great, but he's playing decent football. They have a competent running game. Jonathan Taylor is not the dynamic back that everybody thought he was early on, but he's still a good back. He's still a productive back, and they're able to do a lot of things because they have a great offensive line. For the Bengals, Joe Burrow, it's not about this year. He's shown poise. He's shown maturity. He's shown moxie. It's really not about this year. It doesn't matter about the wins. It doesn't matter about the losses. It's about building a culture, building that trust. But Colts win this game 31-17 and continue to make their claim for the top spot in that division. Next game we have is going to be the 0-5 Falcons against the 1-4 Vikings. Vikings are 1-4, but they're not a 1-4 football team. They're not that bad. They have a good pass rush. They have a decent quarterback. They have good wide receivers. They're just having some bad luck. On the Falcons' side of the ball, the Falcons are terrible. The Falcons are bad. They just fired Dan Quinn. Maybe they can catch lightning in the bottle with a new coach. But um, Vikings win this game 24-17. Although Dalvin Cook is ruled out, you have Madison in the backfield. He's a good running back. He's actually a pretty decent number two to have. They're going to be able to control the game, control the clock, and win this game handily. On the Falcons' side of the ball, I mean, listen, they have a lot of weapons. Julio Jones is back. You have Calvin Ridley that's having a great year. You have Todd Gurley that's there having a decent season. And Matt Ryan. <laughs> so this is why, you know, they, they have pieces, but I think you're going to start seeing guys get traded off. Maybe Atlanta starts to realize that it's time to kind of reset here and, you know, look for the future. Next game that we have is going to be Broncos at Patriots. Broncos are 1-3, and three, Patriots are 2-2. Two and two. Cam Newton is back for the Pats, so that means the Pats will win this game. 27-20, to 20, Cam Newton comes back and has a great game. The Patriots are one of the best teams in running the football in the league, so they're going to continue to dominate on that side of the ball. For the Broncos, you know, they, they have a lot of injuries, and they're basically just trying to tread water. You know, it's, it's, it's tough for them this season, but... Sometimes you got to go through this, reset, get some more players, you know, have a decent uh, pick in the draft and, and kind of retool. Next game we have is the Washington football team against the New York Giants. Both teams are terrible. Both teams are dumpster fire. But if I'm going to pick a team to win, I have the Washington football team winning this game. I don't believe that the Giants are very good. Daniel Jones is, is not a competent quarterback. He turns the ball over way too much for my liking. Darius Slayton had a great game against the Cowboys. He's a little banged up, but they said he's ready to go. Devontae Freeman had a good week last week as well. He's starting to acclimate himself into this offense. But I just think that Washington defensively has a better team. I think that they're going to be able to get after Daniel Jones, create some turnovers. Gibson on the other end for Washington. He's a very competent running back. He's very good. Kyle Allen is going to get another chance to start here. Um, I would love to see... Alex Smith get the start, but that's not going to happen. Washington 20, Giants 17. Next game we have is going to be Ravens at Eagles. Ravens are 4-1, Eagles are 1-3-1. The Eagles are, are in, they're in disarray. Something's going on with this organization, with this team. They can't seem to get right. For the Ravens, everything is clicking. They look good. I had the Ravens winning this game big, 37-20. I think that Lamar Jackson has a great virtuoso. 275 yards he also puts in 95 yards on the ground three total touchdowns Hollywood gets into the end zone as well and they continue to dominate 
Next game we have is going to be Browns at Steelers. Browns are 4-1, Steelers are 4-0. This is going to be a good game. However, I had the Steelers winning this game. I had the Steelers winning 35-28. This is going to be a shootout. Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback, but this defense is very good. Miles Garrett is in everybody's backfield every week. He is a disruptor. He is a problem to be able to block. He is, he is probably, you know, putting himself in the category for defensive player of the year this year. For the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger continues to impress. They have a lot of good things going on here. James Conner's running the football well. You have Claypool, the rookie that's come out of nowhere in regards to being a, a wide receiver dynamo. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster still hasn't gotten his legs under him, but maybe this week he ends up having a big week. Steelers are a better team. They have the better quarterback, and if you have the better quarterback, nine times out of ten, you're going to win the football game. Next game we have is going to be the Bears at Panthers. Bears are 4-1, Panthers are 3-2. The Bears are impressive. They continue to win. They continue to win tough games. I have the Bears winning this game 25-17. I think they, they're, they're able to stymie this Panthers offense. Teddy Bridgewater had a great week last week, but this is not the Falcons. This is the Bears, and the Bears are going to be able to get after him and get after him often. Next game we have is going to be Lions and Jaguars. Lions are 1-3, Jaguars are 1-4. I have the Lions winning this game easily, 35-27. It's going to be a shootout. Both quarterbacks like to throw the ball a lot. I like Matthew Stafford. I like Gardner Minshew. Two quarterbacks are going to go at it. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a real interesting game. There's nothing really to play for for both teams, but I like to see shootouts. I just love it. Next game we're going to have is the Dumpster Fire Jets against the Dolphins. Dolphins are 2-3. and three. Jets are 0-5. What do you expect? They just got rid of Le'Veon Bell. They have no offense. They have no weapons. They have no skill positions. They have no defense. They have no head coach. The Dolphins, on the other hand, have a good head coach. They're in, they're in transition in regards to their quarterback position. They have a running game. And they have two competent receivers, as well as a budding defense. Dolphins win this game. They win it easily, 30-15. to 15. It's not even close. There's nothing else to say. The Jets stink. Next game is going to be the Rams at 49ers. Rams are impressive at 4-1. 49ers are banged up. They're still trying to fight at 2-3. I had the Rams winning this game 28-20. Sean McVay continues to impress with how he's, you know, commanding this offense. They look good. They're creative. They're dynamic. They have a lot going for them offensively. Defensively, we all know where the buck stops. Aaron Donald is a monster. Nobody can stop him. They cannot contain him. He was all up on the Washington football team last week. It was, it was a beating. He, he, was, he must have had about 10 sacks last week. The guy is phenomenal. For the game of the week, in everybody's opinion, it's going to be Packers at Buccaneers. This is going to be a great game. Packers are 4-0. Bucks are 3-2. I have the Packers winning this game in a shootout, 37-30. to 30. Aaron Rodgers is playing at an MVP-type level. You have the quote-unquote GOAT against the great Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is way better than Tom Brady. He's always been way better than Tom Brady. Skill-wise, he can make any pass. He's durable. He's mobile. He's intelligent. Tom Brady is a great quarterback, but he's no Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers. You can put the six Super Bowls there. Okay, cool. Other than the six Super Bowls, Aaron Rodgers has him licked. And the Packers, their, their offense is just clicking. 
I like the Buccaneers defense. They're coming along. I think they're a top 15 defense this season. They're looking really good. But the difference of this game is going to be the quarterback play. Tom Brady, in my opinion, is on a decline. You're starting to see his interceptions go up. You're starting to see his pick six rate go up. Everything in regards to cognitive awareness for a quarterback is starting to decline for Tom Brady. And Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a high level. So I have the Packers winning this game, like I said, but it's going to be a beautiful, great, great game. Monday night game we have is the Cardinals and Cowboys. Cardinals are 3-2. and two, Cowboys are 2-3. and three. Cowboys, you know, Dak Prescott is now out for the season. Andy Dalton is the starter for the remainder of the season. He's a competent quarterback. Is he going to be able to move the ball against this Arizona Cardinals defense? I am not sure, but it's going to have to be a Zeke game. It's not going to be... Him throwing the ball 51 times, it has to be a ground-to-pound situation for Dallas to have a chance. Control the clock and not allow that defense on the field longer than they have to be. For the Cardinals, they have a great offense. They're dynamic. Kyler Murray is, is, is a up-and-coming quarterback. They have probably the best wide receiver in the game, Nuck, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. I have the Cardinals winning this game. They win 30-24. to 24. The Cowboys are not going to be able to contain Kyler Murray. He's going to be able to run and pass as much as he wants to. Like I said, the key to the Dallas Cowboys even having a chance in this game is controlling the clock offensively. They're not going to be able to do that. Cardinals win this game. Next game we're going to have is going to be Chiefs at Bills. Bills are coming off a beatdown. Chiefs are also coming off a loss. But it's all right. Both teams are looking for revenge. They're both going to be sharp. But somebody has to win, right? I have Patrick Mahomes winning this game. I had the Chiefs winning this game. They win 35-30. to 30. It's going to be a nice shootout. The addition of Le'Veon Bell is, is huge for the Chiefs. Andy Reid knows how to use dynamic running backs, so expect to see some packages for Le'Veon early. Obviously, they're going to have to work him into the offense, but they're going to find a way to get him going. For the Bills, the Bills are a great team. They're a great franchise right now. Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. He had a struggle on Tuesday against the Titans, but that's the Titans. The Titans' defense is really, really good. They put pressure on them. They got to them. The Chiefs' defense, and eh, not so much. Like I said, it's going to be a shootout, but in the end, Patrick Mahomes is going to prevail. That does it for my NFL picks week six. See how I do. I did good last week. I did good all the other weeks before that because that's what I do. I continue to win after the break we're going to talk some nba news a lot of stuff going on on a friday it's all leaving yo yo what up it's your boy dj g money representing that flip the script podcast but listen right now i'm listening i'm tuned in i'm tapped in to a brand new podcast called the all even podcast with my man barry grant yo b what's up man congrats on the new podcast i'm listening right now i'm tuned in fire Fire, all even. We here. Let's go. Welcome back, y'all. There's a lot of stuff going on in the NBA. The Lakers are the champs. Celebration continues. I don't care. But there's other things to talk about. There's other things to talk about as well. Daryl Morey, GM for the Houston Rockets, has stepped down from his position in a shocking, shocking move. Good for the Rockets. I'm actually happy for them because they can actually get a guy in here that doesn't take crazy risks, 
that doesn't break up the team every year and has some confused upside-down roster. They can actually get a guy that can be able to put a competent team around James Harden. Because newsflash, James Harden needs a competent team around him. Since he's been in Houston, James Harden has not had a consistent wingman or a consistent star or a consistent good vet to help him. It's been player after player after player after player. Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. The list goes on. It's time for him to get some stability. If he's going to be their guy, he's their franchise player, he's not going to go anywhere, they have to now put a team that's going to grow and build from year to year. Dan Tony's no longer the head coach which is a great thing. So they can actually start to build a foundation with the GM picking the head coach, have that camaraderie, and go forward. So the future can actually be pretty positive for Houston if they make the right decisions. Will they? Not really sure because Russell Westbrook is still on the team. I don't think that Russell Westbrook fits. I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that the Knicks are hot for Russell Westbrook. Of course they are. The Knicks love to go after players that are old and on the decline and can draw some box office allure. Russell Westbrook will do all of those things. He will draw people in the seats, not like the Knicks need it because they sell out games anyway, no matter how bad they are. But he'll also bring that toughness, that attitude that New York actually likes, right? So that's the positive with it. The negative is the Albatross contract that it comes with. The negative is that what type of team are you going to put around a Russell Westbrook? You can't put around any other stars because he can't play with any other stars. So you're going to have to put him around guys that can play defense, that can hit threes, Can they do that? Do you trust the Knicks management to be able to put a team together like that? Eh, no, (laughs) no. So there's a lot of things that are going on around the NBA. Very, very interesting. The other one is, (laughs) and no matter how much I try to stay away, I try to stay away from them. They suck me right back in. They pull They pulled me right back into destroying them as a franchise. But these are some positive things, right? Ty Lue is now the head coach for the Los Angeles Clappers. Clippers, excuse me. He signed a five-year deal with this team. And with his leadership, possibly they can be able to right the ship. They also hired Chauncey Billups as his lead assistant. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. There's nothing really wrong with that particular one-two combo for your head coaches. Here's the issue, though. According to this report from The Athletic, Kawhi Leonard used to be late to team meetings. He used to be late getting on the team plane. Ken... Ty Lue 
get Kawhi Leonard to buy in? Can Ty Lue tell Kawhi to his face, you're not LeBron James, you're not Michael Jordan. You need to make sure that you're here for 70 games at least and show your teammates that you can be a leader. We don't need you to talk because obviously you have a problem communicating that way. We need you to show us by your play. Be here on time. Show the professionalism that you learned from being in San Antonio. You know how they do things the right way? Do it here. Don't walk around and make commercials about being the new king of L.A. Don't go around, you know, saying that you're Mr. Fun Guy or whatever it is. Focus on getting this locker room in order. It's your job. I'm the head coach. I'm going to steer the ship. Your job is to lead by example. Because if you can't do it, then we'll find somebody else. That's the problem with the Clippers, is that there's too much uncertainty with this roster. Ty Lue looks great. Chauncey Billups is great. But Waldo George is still here. You have Montrez Harrell, who's a free agent. Marcus Morris, free agent. Zubach, free agent. Reggie Jackson, free agent. They have so many holes to fill. Are they going to be able to get players that are willing to go there and say, you know what, I liked what I saw out of the Clippers last year. I'm going to go there. Or maybe you'll get the complete opposite of, eh, Waldo George is over there? Nah, I'm good. That's probably what you'll get. So Ty Lu has a lot to, you know, be happy about. He can stay in L.A. You know, he wanted to be a Laker. That didn't happen. But he gets to stay here. Stay in L.A., be a head coach, not an assistant, and not have to worry about playing deep into, into June every year. You get an early vacation with your family. It's a win-win. <laughs> oh, man, enough of the Clippers. I don't care. On to big-time rumors. And the rumor mill is starting to... To, to really heat up, we're hearing that the Lakers possibly would seek to get a deal done to acquire Chris Paul. Chris Paul is owed $85 million over the next two years. I would like to know how this deal would get done. First off, I don't want Chris Paul in the Lakers. Chris Paul is a Hall of Fame point guard. I got all the respect for Chris Paul. However, Chris Paul is never available when you need him. And to see, the thing is, with Rondo, Rondo has an injury history as well. He was banged up all season. He was banged up before we got to the bubble. But he showed up in the NBA Finals and played well. Here's the difference between Rondo and Chris Paul. Rondo's price tag was a little over $2 million. He opted out, you know, so he can get a payday. Kudos to him. There is no opt-out for Chris Paul. If you're going to trade for Chris Paul, you have to eat that entire $40-plus deal. Why would you do that? 
There's other players you can be able to go after. Bradley Beal, Buddy Heald, Bogdanovich. So, so many different players. Maybe a Zach Levine. Chris Paul? No. No. I don't want to see the Lakers do this. They have a lot of roster decisions to make. KCP may opt out. Avery Bradley may opt out. Dwight Howard's a free agent. JaVale McGee most likely is going to opt into his deal. There's so many question marks that they have. You can't focus on getting Chris Paul. You have to fill out this roster. You got to put some guys in here that are actually going to keep this team being a dynamic, being a special team. LeBron and AD is great, but it's not enough. You need to make sure that you have a roster that is competent. And I'm not I'm not going to doubt Rob Palenka on that. He'll get it done. But I don't want to see Chris Paul in the Lakers. It should have happened, you know, 12 years ago. But it didn't. It didn't happen. And at 35, it shouldn't happen now. On a lighter note, though, Anthony Davis said he's opting out of his deal with the Lakers to sign back. (laughs) AD is coming back. Rumors or reports are starting to say that it's possible he may sign a two plus one. He may even go as far as four years. This is the new realm that we live in in regards to our sports. Athletes in basketball are not going to sign long-term deals with teams anymore. They're going to hold the franchise's feet to the fire and make sure that that franchise is aware that they have to make sure that they keep the team competitive because they will leave. So this is this is nothing, you know, shocking to me. It's not a bad thing for me if he signs a one-year deal, he can sign a 1 plus 1, opt out and then get a bigger deal next year. This is fine. This is what the game is now. So you just have to appreciate what these players are doing. They're setting themselves up financially for the future. Kudos to them. There's nothing wrong with that. I like the fact that they're keeping these franchises honest. And the Lakers, they don't need to be kept honest, but even them need to realize that, hey, listen, Tinseltown is not enough sometimes. You got to make sure that you're putting a great basketball product on the court, not just off the court on the court coming up after the break the greatest segment on the planet dummy of the week on a friday it's all even this is a public service announcement down in your luck tired of being curved sick of going out with the fellas and being the only loser without a lady well i got something for you it's called sex panther legend has it that it's made out of real bits of real panther so you know it's good to men, it stings the nostrils. But to women, you may as well be a slab of meat in a dog pound. And that's not all it does. You could be getting ready to see that special fox and disaster hits. No money in the budget for gas, only dinner for two. No problem. The fumes from Sex Panther can give your car 38 miles to the gallon. Sold you yet? I thought so. For $69.99, go from unlovable loser to the cock in the walk. Sex Panther. 60% of the time, it works every time. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Monday and Friday, and then we pick the winner on that Friday show. 
Monday, I talked about all the pundits that doubted the Lakers. I should pick them to be dummy of the week officially. Nah, not going to do it. Today is going to be somebody different. But man, are they stupid. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are my because on their Twitter page, they had their all-time Nuggets players. And Carmelo Anthony is not on the list. Hmm. I wonder. Carmelo Anthony played eight years for the Nuggets. He averaged 25 and a half points for that team. He never missed the playoffs for the Nuggets when he was actually in uniform. But he's not an all-time Nugget. I understand that he left and he wanted to go to the Knicks. He wanted to have a better situation or a different situation. That doesn't mean that you have to be petty and leave him off your all-time list. That's like the girlfriend who wants to chop up all your pictures after you guys break up. What about just cherishing all the good times that you had? Why do you have to burn everything? Why do you have to be that person? Damn, that's petty. The Nuggets, this is why I don't feel bad for when the Nuggets do terrible. I don't care that they have Jokic now. I don't care if they have Jamal Murray and, you know, they played the Lakers and, you know, they were that close to getting to the NBA Finals. Doing stuff like this reminds me what a dumpster fire organization this has been over the last 30 years. It's it's a joke. Carmelo Anthony, you're just going to try to wipe him off your history. Okay. So who are you going to put on there in replace of Carmelo Anthony? You're going to put Andre Miller? <laughs> are you going to put Chris Birdman Anderson? You going to put Kenyon Martin? You going to put JR Smith? You going to put all these other guys except Carmelo Anthony? Jesus Christ. When somebody says to me that they're actually a Denver Nuggets fan, I have to like do a double take and say you're a you're a, you're a fan of who? It, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, all right. Like nobody, nobody cares about this team. Even people in Denver don't care about the Nuggets, and this is why, because they do petty nonsense like this. Someday Carmelo Anthony's gonna retire. Someday soon, and five years after he retires, Denver, you better do the right thing and retire this man's jersey, because he did great things for your organization. No matter what type of dumpster fire it's always been. When he got there, they changed the jerseys. They changed the look. They changed the feel of being a Denver Nugget. You know what it was before Carmelo Anthony actually got there? It felt like the Denver Nuggets. It felt like a a, a piece of shit that's in the bowl. (laughs) That's what it felt like. Nobody cared about the Nuggets. Nobody gave a shit until Melo got there. So all of a sudden, you guys have rebranded. You still have the colors that Melo introduced to the world in 2003, but you don't want to give him credit? Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Embarrassing Carmelo Anthony, embarrassing your organization, embarrassing your fan base like that. But it's all right, though, because if you guys don't want to do the right thing, the New York Knicks will. The New York Knicks will retire Carmelo's jersey, 
They will make sure that they speak very highly of him because when he goes back to the garden, he got a standing ovation. You guys, you still want to act like the mom and pop shop that the son left and went to college and didn't help you. And now you don't want to talk to the son. <laughs> Grow the hell up. So Denver Nuggets, you guys may never win an NBA championship. And I'm saying never. You will never win an NBA championship. But you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this week. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Place your bets. Make sure you guys win a lot of money. Until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on SoundCloud. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to share, like, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.